Hey guys, welcome back to the another episode of Just Conversation. Hope everyone is having a wonderful weekend. I'm sorry I was not able to record a couple of episodes because of my personal reasons, but I'm back. Uh, in the past couple of episodes, you know, we have discussed about uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, She-Hulk, Black Panther, and what's the future, what the future of MCU looks like in the near future. But tonight, I have a different episode. We are gonna talk about sports. You know, in my, I'm going to talk a lot about different things, but hopefully, I'll make us make some sense about it. So, in tonight's episode, we are going to discuss about Novak Djokovic's 90th ATP title and what his future looks like, and we're gonna recap his year. So, yeah, let's get started. Novak Djokovic, if you have not heard about him, if you live under the rock, then he's a Serbian tennis player. Uh, he's one of the best tennis player in the world currently rank world number seven um, he was not able to play the australian open and the u.s open along with few masters tournament because of his covid19 vaccine stance you know it's his personal so is it does not matter whether i agree with him or not but you know we all should have freedom of choice in our body that's what my opinion is uh, so let's talk about how his year started you know he applied for an Australian visa and he hopped onto the plane from Dubai and landed in Australia. But he was detained at the airport uh, for not having proper documentation. Uh, uh, however, those he was not satisfied with the police or uh, the government administrative and he filed a case and was able to win the case as well. So he got back to training and he had to spend more than weeks in a detainment center with not good food along with other refugees were held there against their will so yeah it was a tough period of time for him you know it was always it was always going to be challenging for a world-class athlete to stay in those conditions but you know hopefully hopefully he's mentally okay and by the looks of his current matches i think he has moved on from that and you know it was a difficult year for him he couldn't play the u.s open as well and other masters level tournament you know after australia i think he played uh 250 event in dubai where you know he played a couple of good matches but unfortunately he was not able to win the tournament then he went on a clay court season which did not start as well as he expected but you know it was all right he played he lost his first matches you know in his clay court with i don't i can't remember the player's name i think it was Davidovich Fokina, um, yeah, he lost a tight match there. He was out of gas as well in Belgrade. I think he played Belgrade before that or after, I can't remember. But, you know, he had a good run in Belgrade also. But he lost final to Andre Rublev. It was a good, good match, good tournament. But he didn't have enough match practice. He had practice but not practice. I think match practice and practicing with someone else is a whole different story. And slowly, and slowly started building his rhythm and he was looking good. By the end of clay court season, he I think he won Rome's master by winning in his straight set against Stefano Tsitsipas. He was looking good. He was finally finding his form. And at the start of Roland Garros, also he was playing well. He was not at his best, but he was looking good. Unfortunately, he, was, he lost to the king of clay, Rafael Nadal. And Rafael Nadal was able to catch his 14th Roland Garros title, making him the best tennis player in history with 22 Grand Slam. And, and he, after Roland Garros, he started playing. He entered in Wimbledon, which was his, which 
might seem like his favorite tournament right now you know he loves hard court is one must have his tournament on hard courts but on grass he seemed like a different beings in the last couple of years i think he has not lost a match in wimbledon since 2018 so you know he unfortunately he didn't have practice in the grass court season i don't think he participated in any grass court activities uh, he didn't play queens i think he didn't play mallorca as well so yeah i was looking forward to seeing him in grass court sliding slapping as he usually does but you know he looked good in a couple of games and as soon as matches gone as the matches had passed he was looking more and more confident confident in himself and you know he was able to win his seventh wimbledon title uh, getting getting himself closer to rafael nadal's number and winning the 21 grand slam after wimbledon he missed a couple of masters 1000 events in united states and canada because of his vaccine sta- status and the us open was also not looking good for him at the time but there was still a slight hope for him and his fans to see their favorite player back on tennis court in us but unfortunately the rules didn't change and he had to skip the us open and you know i think it's it's been a tough year for him both mentally physically he was out of the game and after spending 3 months i think it was 3 months or more outside of tennis court he finally pick up his record to prove played tennis match in uh, labor cup and he looks he looked good in the first match you know he was playing well he was returning well he was serving great but in the second match against felix alzealis aliasim he you know he looked completely flat i think there was problem with his wrist i think i heard that in an interview at the press conference but you know he had some momentum there so to get some points to qualify for neat atp finals he i think he participated in Tel Aviv, he looked great in Tel Aviv. He was serving well, returning well. His backhand was working, but he was not at his best. But he was doing his best to find the rhythm, and he was enjoying himself in the atmosphere. You know, he got a lot of support in Tel Aviv. You know, which is very rare to see. Usually, when Djokovic plays, uh, the audiences are against him in most of the tournaments. He's playing an away game in most of the tournaments. Uh, so it was great to see people coming out and supporting him young kids looking up to him and wanting a photo with him they want autograph with him so it was great to see djokovic playing in tel aviv and he was able to win the tournament without losing a set and you know he wanted to ride his success in astana as well so you know he was looking good in astana as well he was serving well most importantly he's been returning well throughout the tel aviv and astana tournament which is very good for him because he's one of the greatest returner of our generation or even in even someone who has picked up a racket so you know it's always challenging for some individuals to come and you know take the serve it out against novak djokovic because it's always been difficult for even for sore bots like john isner i don't think he has played riley opelka yet and karlovic as well so recently i heard recently i listened to a podcast with john isner where he said novak djokovic was one of the toughest opponent among the big 3 because you know he made him look helpless in the court he was when he was returning the serve you can imagine john isner saying that so yeah and astana he was looking good i think the medvedev match one of the one of the best matches of 2022 uh, along with rafa rafael nadal and medvedev final in australia open but you know both of them were playing their best tennis uh, medvedev was able to take a set 
from Djokovic and you know in the second set was very competitive it went to the tie break and and you know both of them were doing their best to stay in the rally in the tie break as well and they had a lot of drop shot i think it was six if i can't remember the statistics because i don't have it but you know Djokovic was able to take the set uh, unfortunately Medvedev had an injury which he had to because of which he had to retire which looks Everyone was confused in the stand, you know, even Djokovic was like, what is happening here? In the press conference, he told that, you know, he was shocked about that. And, you know, Medvedev is a tough fighter. He wouldn't retire if something is wrong with him. And in the press conference, we uh, we heard from Medvedev himself thing that he caught an injury and he didn't want to make it worse, which was a which was a good thing from him because we still have a Paris Bercy Masters and Nito ATV finals coming in a couple of months. So between a couple of months. So yeah, I think, you know, and Sitsip, I was looking forward to the Sitsipas Djokovic final because Sitsipas was playing good in this tournament as well. So I was exciting a thriller encounter, but Djokovic played really well, returned really well, and he was able to reduce his on-force error and dial down on his game game plan he was playing amazing from back of the court he was serving well returning well and you know he was doing his best to stay in the rally and his back end was working phenomenally when Djokovic's back Djokovic's back ends start working I think it's a treat to watch he was hitting a couple of down the line shot which is amazing to see as well and I think he had an amazing run in both the tournaments and I'm looking forward to seeing him in Paris Barcia and Nito ATP finals, which he qualified after winning the tournament. So yeah, it's going to be a good end of the season tournament as well. But I don't know about the Australian Open. I have I heard from a couple of sources and Twitter that you know Australian Open is doing the best to have all the best players in the world, including Djokovic. I think I heard Craig Tidey says something similar to that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing him back in Australia because he's won the tournament nine times. And, you know, it's very difficult to beat him there. And I think it will be good for tennis fan to see world's best player competing each other and having a fun time. You know, I think it's... We'll see, we'll see what happens in the near future. I hope you get to see him in Australia. And hopefully he'll have a good tournament in the near future as well. And, and Rafael Nadal will be back in Paris, Bercy, I hope. And I'm looking forward to seeing Djokovic in Rafa once again. Playing a high-level tournament and, you know, fighting this youngster who are 7, 8, 9, 10 years older than, younger than him. Yeah, and that's it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it and hopefully I'll see you very soon. Take care of yourself, your family members and stay safe.